special guest for our first guest episode of Girl Stuff and I think that she needs no introduction and please everyone welcome the wonderful Kashmir Preston. The prize shutting! Oh. 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 Thank you so much for being here. Hello. Um, we Hi, are so welcome. honored to have you as our first ever guest on Girl Stuff. Um, I know yeah. we said this to you during our pre-interview, but when uh, we were first creating Girl Stuff, like Hannah and I talked to each other and we're like, we need it and we, we, we need Cash as our first guest because she's so absolutely incredible. And I'm sure everyone who's watching probably already knows who you are, but just um, for the sake of the show, um, do you mind giving a little introduction on who you are, yeah. what you do, and sort of how our paths ended up crossing? Um, yeah, so hi, I'm Kashmir, or people call me Cash, whichever is easier for you. Um, I'm a simp. <laughs> <laughs> That's literally what it is. I make TikToks um, about Julian the Phantoms. Lately, I've been like venturing into other things, talking about other like TV shows and stuff. Um, but yeah, it all started because I watched Julian the Phantoms and I didn't want to talk about it to my friends because they were going to look at me like I was insane. So I just made TikToks about it and people saw them. People liked them. I don't know why, but here we are what four months later three months ish so feels like forever it feels yeah. like forever yeah <laughs> like a lifetime <laughs> yeah, I mean in terms of your Julian the Phantoms content which we all absolutely love and I know you've told the story a few times before but can you talk about specifically what got you into Julian the Phantoms and what it is about yeah. it that drew you in yeah so it's so funny because I did not want to watch the show um I did not want to watch it so many people were talking about it like I saw my friend on Twitter she who's also a film student she's like watch Julian the Phantoms it's such a good show and I saw that and I was like eh. like okay didn't watch it and I was scrolling on TikTok minding my business scrolling on TikTok <laughs> and then I saw an edit of Charlie doing the the guitar thing and I was like who is he but I still wasn't like interested. I'm like, no, like, okay, he did that. like, cool. Then a week later, my other friend made a tweet about it. Um, like watch the show. And I was like, what is it with the show? Like, why is everyone telling me to watch it? Like, I don't want to watch it, <laughs> but it was just <laughs> everywhere. So then I'm scrolling on TikTok again. And then I saw Charlie's Mama Mia clip. And I was like, ooh, this kid looks like Jesse McCartney. So I looked him up. He was not Jesse McCartney. But then I noticed that Kenny was there as well. So I was like, what is this? Because I love Kenny Ortega, like literally my entire childhood. So I was at work making the Harry Styles cardigan. So I just, yeah, I just literally wanted to like pass time with something. So I put on the show. So everyone was like, just watch it. I'm like, okay. I put on the show. I wasn't paying attention. I didn't even know they died in the first episode. Like I was so disconnected. And then like I was watching and I was like, okay, like this is pretty good, but I wasn't paying attention. And then the perfect harmony scene came on. 
And I was like, oh, I get it now because I feel things <laughs> that I wasn't <laughs> expecting to feel. <laughs> and then, oh, you know, yeah. mm-hmm. I said, this is it. I, I understand now. So here we are, I know. you know, um, here we are. <laughs> Here we all are, honestly. <laughs> I, something that you just mentioned that I did want to talk about a bit, like throughout the episode, is that I know that you said that you're you're a, you yourself are a film student. Your friend mm-hmm. who's a film student, like told you to watch this, and I think it's interesting that she recommended Julian the Phantoms to you because I mean, I myself am not was not a film major, but I went to school with a lot of film majors, and mm-hmm. there's a lot of, I guess the best way I would describe it is snobbery in terms of you know the type of content that they like think is like like prestigious and like fa- mm-hmm. like you know like and so um I just think it's interesting like I just really love that you are a fan of what what makes you happy mm-hmm. you're a fan mm-hmm. of you know the things that bring you joy and the things that entertain you not necessarily what you know the media or yeah. you know your your professors or whatever tell you is like like great um you know cinema mm-hmm. so I really appreciate that thank um, you <clears throat> But um, I would really love to dive a little bit deeper sort of into your personal journey um, as being, I guess, what we call a fangirl, you know, because I know that you said you talked a lot before about how you've sort of been a fangirl like your entire life. You just happened to put your Julian the Phantoms like, you know, <laughs> thoughts and feelings on the internet. And that's yeah. just kind of what ended up going viral. But um, I just wanted to venture a little bit into like what inspired your journey to who you are today. And um, like being like an active member in a fandom or being a fan of, you know, um, whether it be movies, TV shows, like mm-hmm. artists and things like that. Is that something that's been consistent like in your life, like since you were young? Yeah, um, that's such a good question. (laughs) Um, It's so funny because growing up, like everyone knows I'm a big Justin Bieber fan. Uh, I have been since I was 12. Like it's, it was a problem. But growing up, like liking Justin when he first came out, when it wasn't cool to like Justin Bieber, it was not cool at all. Um, I was in middle school. I want to say I was in like sixth grade. And I remember vividly, um, coming out of class one day and people like ripping up my Justin Bieber posters from my locker in front of me and like making fun of my uh Facebook posts about him and like all the things I was excited for like literally just making fun of me being a fangirl like I used to get bullied for liking Justin Bieber middle schoolers are so mean they are (laughs) but I remember like it hurt because I was like you know it feels like I don't have friends because I literally just like this Canadian that's like 15 years old. Like I'm just a fangirl. The Canadians. Um, you know? It's always the Canadians. It oh, comes together. It comes together. It's full circle. Full oh, circle. yeah. Yeah, Canadian. But it was, yeah, it wasn't until I went to his, like, his concert, like, my very first Justin Bieber concert, and I took my mom with me, and she had a good time. And I was like, you know what? if I can get my mom to have fun with me and she didn't even want to go to the concert, like mom's listening to the album with me. If I can have fun with my mom and like, just be myself, it doesn't matter who likes it or not. So then that just ventured into me being more comfortable with liking celebrities, I guess. Mm-hmm. Um, Cause I literally used to get bullied, but it's okay. I'm humble. I'm humble now. It's fine. <laughs> um, so yeah, that kind of started. And I'm not like really surprised that I latched onto this show so much because I latch onto things very quickly, especially during the pandemic, you know? So yeah, yeah, it's been 
it's been different because like now I have a platform which I never mm-hmm. wanted to happen I say that all the time I'm like I don't know why y'all are here watching me embarrass myself but I appreciate <laughs> it I appreciate it so much but now it's like it's 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 weird and it's it's exciting because it's like I can fangirl with other people because I haven't really been in another mm-hmm. fandom since I was like 16 and I didn't want to be in a fandom I'm like I'm gonna make these videos and then I'm gonna leave but no no and it's been great but it's just like there's such I'm doing it in public now which is kind of like a a whole different thing yeah and I mean and that kind of segues uh like directly into like what I wanted to talk about next which is um sort of the nitty-gritty of fandom culture because I mean we're all here because of Julian the Phantoms we're all massive fans you know Mm -hmm. we post content about it all the time we talk about it all the time um but um as amazing as it is, as much as as much as we get escapism from it, the creativity, like the community that we get from it, can also be very toxic. It has a lot of negative sides, and especially how we as women um, like interact within it and are treated within the fandom culture. So I wanted to ask you, like, from your own personal experiences thus far, whether it's like what you personally witnessed mm-hmm. or experienced, um, like, what are sort of the, some big faults that you personally see in the way that people behave online and treat celebrities, because I know it's something that you've been pretty vocal about, like in, whether it be in your TikToks or in your lives or anything or stuff like that. So um, just wanted to like dive in, you know, talk, talk about the pros, talk dirt. about the cons, just get it, get it all out. Yes. <laughs> let's tea. You know, <laughs> so let's dish it out. Yeah. Um, the biggest thing is misogyny um and I love it's it's misogyny and I love being it's I love being 22 years old and like having these experiences that make me realize what misogyny is Mm -hmm. because it makes me realize like it makes me think back to being 16 and liking Justin Bieber and like how misogynistic that fandom could get over him so now that I'm aware of what it is I love that I'm able to point it out and change even my ways. Cause we all know I started the show because of Charlie. I saw him, I said he was cute. I'm like, I'm gonna watch this show. I'm gonna simp cause I deserve to. It's been a really bad semester, you know? <laughs> Honestly so, though. Cash, you, you know? didn't have to call me out like that. Come on. <laughs> <laughs> so I was like, I started the show for Charlie. I understood that. Like he was the first cast member I followed cool but then like the deeper I got into the fandom and the more like I interacted with the cast like content on Instagram and stuff I started to think I'm like there are so many amazing girls a part of this show and I feel like I am not showing up for them the way that I'm showing up for these boys which is disgusting because men are gross so (laughs) yeah like so the bar for them is so low yes I'm gonna go and pillow on the ground. (laughs) (laughs) Oh, and you're on time out right now. And that's what's like so sucky about it because I'm like, I'm all like girl power and feminism, and I love women and I love to show up for women, and women deserve everything good in this world. But then I felt so. I just felt like I wasn't there for them. Like they would go live and I wouldn't run to their lives the way I would run to Charlie or Owen or Jeremy's live. Like it just felt so ill. It made me so icky. So 
once I was able to point that out within myself pretty early on, I started to notice that people weren't getting it. And like, especially for Madison, who is a person of color, like I'm trying to imagine being 16 years old, trying to create content for people that want to support me and love me. And then I go on live and they're asking about this boy, like my co-star. This Canadian boy. Like, this Canadian oh boy, like Charlie's dreamy and we all know he's cute. But like I always said, he's a boy. At the end of the day, he's a boy. So misogyny in this fandom has been a been an issue. I think we're getting better at calling it out and people are being yeah. better at you know, not being mm -hmm. all about the boys, which is good. I'm glad that we are in a generation where it's like, we can talk about these things and like educate people without it being like, uh, you mm -hmm. know, but that's an issue. Um, sexualization is an issue. Mm -hmm. um, like I said, the boys are really dreamy and they're really cute. And it's maybe because I'm like 22 years old. So I'm literally like, around the boys age and I realize that they're boys but certain things on TikTok even sometimes on Twitter Charlie Talk is a scary place and that's coming from Charlie Charlie Talk I'm it scared is, to be there it's a scary place and lately I've been more comfortable because people tag me in a lot of things but it's made me so uncomfortable being tagged in things where it's like obviously sexualization over the cast mm -hmm. and over Charlie specifically I've been more comfortable like hey can you please untag me from this I don't like I don't want to see it I don't want to interact with it I don't want other people to think it's okay to tag me in these things because at the end of the day they're humans you know they're humans and sexualizing them is gross it's, it's just mm -hmm. gross and that's why I'm like it's coming from someone who's literally Charlie's age and I'm saying it's disgusting like stop but that's been an issue um that's something we need to work on next but <laughs> yeah I mean I think like what you just said like they're humans first like that is mm -hmm. something that's like just fundamentally missing from a lot of fandom culture and like I remember I had discussions about this with my sister my sister who like watched Dreaming of Phantoms like once <laughs> because I forced her to you know but I was telling her about all these things that I've been seeing um online and like the way that people interact with the with the cast or the way that they talk about them and she's like you do know that that's not something that's just specific to the Julie yeah. and the Phantoms like mm -hmm. fandom it's something that's like rampant through all of fandom mm -hmm. culture as a whole and like that that kind of misogyny is like deeply rooted in like in um in fandom culture in any sort of in yeah. any genre any age and so I was like and I was like yeah you're right yeah. um but I do want to say that um like like back in I don't even this was like maybe like end of October early November or something like that like right as like all of this was all kind of starting for uh, all of us but um like the first person that I ever saw in this fandom like speak up about the misogyny was you Cash like that video that you made you sitting in your car you talking about how as a fandom of you know girls gays and days why are we not supporting our girls gays and days you know like why and like that was like like that was that video watching that video like like you said like I like had to take a look inside and was like oh like mm -hmm. I, like as like as much as I like to be someone who like preaches like you know supporting the girls like do I actually embody that or am I just like am I just talk and so like that was like that like definitely 
you know, it made an impact on me. And like, and from that video, I like, and, you know, weeks following, like so many other people started speaking up about the mm-hmm. misogyny and like the things that they were noticing and something that something that's still to this day kind of like you know irks me is that people think that just because you're supporting the women is like we're criticizing you for supporting the guys as much as you do mm-hmm. and like that defeats the whole entire purpose of what we're doing yeah. here like it's not about not supporting the boys it's about supporting the girls mm-hmm. just as much as we support the boys yeah. and you know not equating the value of the girls to the boys right. you know um yeah. so I mean, like it's the I, same thing as like everyone's tiktok yesterday i swear everyone's tiktok yesterday was just olivia rodrigo and i'm like how did i get here i don't know but i like it here i'm enjoying it here like that's when you saw everyone just come together to support Mm -hmm. a woman who released something that is special to her right and yeah i mean for it to take madison almost five months to reach one million literally is not that should not be it when she's the main character of the show like and yeah. I kept getting message. oh maybe I should follow her now I'm like now excuse no she's the first person you like, should be following like you're late <laughs> <laughs> but again like yeah, and I mean, one I, person yeah. to speak up for everyone else mm-hmm. to notice it like it happens because every I day. definitely yeah I definitely have seen like an actual change I mean we still have long long ways to go but I definitely mm-hmm. have seen a difference in the way that like for example the way that people interact with Maddie or Savannah or something like on when they do like an Instagram live you know they're you know no longer are they badgering them about the boys and like the way that they hype them up on like their their content like on TikTok or on Instagram and stuff like that and so yeah. the fact that these are that we are a group of very impressionable people and we're just trying to do our best um and you know it gives me hope that like that we are actually seeing somewhat yeah. of a change like from people starting to talk about these things and have these conversations. Yeah. Um, and um, just going along those lines though, um, we have said this before, but this the part of the reason that this show feels so special to us is that the cast and the crew like interact with us fans in a, diff- in a way that we've never seen with yeah, any exactly. other show, any other celebrity. And as amazing as that is, because, you know, it, it gives us a level of comfort and a level of like, you know, um, like escapism and joy, you know, pure happiness, like being able to interact with them in this way. There are people who take it too far, people yeah. who cross that line, you know? Um, and so I would love to hear your take on like the, like the invasion of privacy, like yeah. the, the pushing of boundaries, things like that, that we've seen in like recent months. Um, and again, these are things that are not like, that are not singular to the Julie and the fans yeah. you know, community. It's something that's like prevalent <clears throat> through all fandom culture, but yeah. like specifically in terms of what you've experienced and witnessed, not just even the cast, but like your own personal experiences with, you know, growing your platform. Um, yeah, we love boundaries. Um, <laughs> we, it's such a broad word that can be used in a lot of different topics. Um, even like with talking about like mentioning boundaries, I've thought of, cause I've been talking to my friends about this a lot, boundaries, even with Madison, like, cause I remember I posted something about Madison hyping her up, you know? And I remember people were commenting like, oh, well, we've already seen this. If you were a Madison fan, if you supported her, then you would have seen this too, blah, blah, blah. The comments are deleted. Cause I'm like, okay, go off, go off. But <laughs> Pop off. Um, pop off queen. But <laughs> it, I was 
talking to my friends about this and like we came to like people it's such a weird thing because Maddie is 16 and I'm 22 like I can be her big sister so supporting her I'm still trying to navigate on like what's too much like to the point where it's like a little like eh, and what's enough because I told this to my friend I'm like people I mean as they should people want you to support Madison the same way that we would support Zendaya you know mm-hmm. Zendaya is my mom like I I don't even that's a whole different zoom like I love her <laughs> so much love her to as death. you should like, as you, you should. know love her but Zendaya is 23 24 like she's a grown woman so it's like it's easier I feel like to communicate and relate to content about her because I'm around that age Madison it's like that like she is still like Gen Z but that's a completely different spectrum of Gen Z so it's like trying to find like appropriate ways to interact with her and hype her up is different like it's just different and it's not necessarily a bad thing but that goes along with boundaries like I'm 22 I am one of I'm kind of we're kind of in the middle because there's like fossil phantoms and you have like the people that are still mm-hmm. like in middle school high school and then there's like the college students who don't know what and then we're doing like, with our <laughs> like why are we doing this you know you know there's a <laughs> what's so are we here like, you know so it's boundaries with that like I still show up to Maddie's lives I still comment on mm-hmm. all, her, all of her stuff but it's like it's still a different kind of girl support and that's fine I'm learning how to be a big sister instead of like simping over Zendaya mm-hmm. yeah so it's all fun but then boundaries in the sense of privacy um we can start with the Caspers uh it's I'm just so glad that they interact with us because they've allowed me to like see more celebrities as human if that makes sense like I've mm-hmm. always viewed them as like respect their privacy respect their boundaries but like because they're so active with us it's made me see them as friends even though I know we're not it's like I literally see them as like people I want to protect at all costs you know and that goes along with their privacy I'm like I don't need to know every single thing about Owen Patrick Joyner I don't I mean it wouldn't be like I wouldn't mind it but also I don't need to like that's a lot to digest Owen's a lot you know and same with Charlie people think because I'm cuckoo for Charlie that I want to know every time he breathes at the beginning of the fandom like at the beginning of all this I did but I've grown okay I've grown and I don't need to know his every last move like that goes into privacy and now I've noticed I've had to put like disclaimers on things because some people don't understand sarcasm on social media so I'm like I remember I posted a video I'm like so does anyone know when like Charlie's coming back from Galapagos so we can prepare for Charmageddon because you know like I need to be prepared so I can block him I need to block him and so many people. And then I was like, this disclaimer, this is not, and it, don't go look up his flight information. Like this is yeah. a joke. Don't look up his flight information. Cause I know with the boys being in Hawaii, it was Owen's fault because he posted his whole, 
anyways he posted the like Owen really so I was nervous about that because his itinerary was in like he posted it in the comments and he didn't know about it so people were like they could see when he was coming back and that made me so nervous for him so I was like okay disclaimer I want to know when Charlie's coming back from Galapagos so I can block him from seeing my content and not because I want to see him at LAX you know Mm Mm -hmm. so it kind of reminds me of like the time like the Jonas Brothers when they were first around and people would like literally or One Direction like I swear I remember there were days people were tracking their flight in the air so that they can be at the airport when and I'm like do y'all not sleep like (laughs) also hack the security system yeah it's literally it's literally stalking like it's stalking and that's where I'm like like I get you want to meet these people and if I lived in LA I'm like oh oh my god they're gonna be at LAX of course I would be like oh my god I want to go see them but also it's like if they didn't publicly say hey come meet me at this place also who wants to meet someone in an airport I know I hate being in airports I'm tired I want to go to bed and they're so sweet so of course they're gonna be like okay like yeah let's take pictures and they're excited but I'm just like I always think I bother people anyway so I'm like if they're in an airport that's the last place I want to meet anyone but that's just a me thing that's a me thing unless you just happen to both be at the airport at the same yeah that's a different story but not physically going out of your way to to go to the airport you know and I mean like it's fine because I'm like that's a whole like fan culture thing they've been doing that since forever so yeah so I get that but it's I don't know I just hate airports so much (laughs) but um yeah just respecting like just respect them like they're people yeah. and that's why I'm like trying to like push through people's head like I get it they're dreamy and I I know I know as a simp I understand but also they're boys and they they're human and yeah. they get tired they get frustrated and it's just a lot to keep up with and I've noticed that even with myself like boundaries because I'm very transparent, as we all know, I've said things on social media that I wish I never did <laughs> about the show and Charlie. It's fine. They're private now. But, <laughs> oh, but like, oh. yeah, it's fine. It's they're not even it's not like really, really bad or anything, but it's like I'm like, ooh, this is a little cringe. Like, what if you see this? Ooh. Yeah, I'm like, yeah. no. But I've always valued being transparent. Like I love just being myself, I guess, just because it took me so long to love who I like am. So I love being transparent. I love like just talking about the things that make me happy and being open and honest. Um, And I've been trying to do that a lot more on my platform, like personally. Um, But even then that gets out of hand and that gets uncomfortable. And it sucks because it makes me feel like I have to like collapse into like a bubble of like mm-hmm. I don't even want to talk about my personal life like for instance I was on live and I was talking about one of my good guy friends because most of my friends are guys they're attractive guys but they're they're stupid so it doesn't even <laughs> it cancels each other out real quick you know yeah. but um telling all these stories and showing all these videos of my guy friends on live and they're they're like oh hang out with them for new year's i'm like okay like i should see like what they're doing and stuff so we're the whole live we're talking about my two guy friends the next day i go back to my instagram and people are sending me like my friends instagrams like the guys and they're like oh my god like 
they're so cute make sure you message them and like ask to hang out with them for new years and all of this stuff and I'm like I feel a little uncomfy because like yeah they're yeah their Instagrams are public but it's like they're my friends and they don't know that I have just spent like an hour and a half talking about them on a live like this is my safe space for Mm -hmm. me to like simp and fangirl over like my guy friends you know so it just that felt like a big like going over the line kind of thing where I'm like okay like thank you for like appreciating my friends that I've just talked about but also it's weird that you're sending me their pictures Mm -hmm. um yeah and then with the whole (sighs) everyone thinks I know Charlie Gillespie because he's commented on a lot of my stuff and now I'm upset at Charlie because he's ruined TikTok for me. <laughs> it's the same behavior. Aren't best friends? <laughs> I wish. That's why I was like, every time something like this happens, where it's like, oh my god, like tell Charlie to message me. I'm like, I really wish I could tell Charlie to message <laughs> no. me. You know. Let's, let's put a disclaimer yeah, out there. Like, oh, I wish. Not a single one of us know Charlie Gillespie personally. We sadly. like not sadly. <laughs> like sadly that's the thing like sadly, sadly. i'm like sadly. i wish i we wish. cannot be your messenger pigeons we can't like we can't we do, do that though i mean like she does exhibit some fan call. behavior to cash so that's fan behavior <laughs> that's <laughs> fan behavior that he... <laughs> i hate him <laughs> but that's the thing like i'm so like it sounds so like weird I don't want to say like oh I'm used to Charlie like finding my stuff because it's still like every time I see you like I'm like Charlie wh- wh- go away but <laughs> I'm like oh no you oh, know? cannot be here right now you know like this is not your no this is not your space but it's changed drastically like the first time he ever interacted with anything like I, first of all it was four days after I watched the show so I was a mess I was like okay like and I'm crushing on this guy I'm like how you doing Charlie but (laughs) Jeffrey you know (laughs) Charles but now just because like obviously I've seen interviews I've seen the way people talk about him and like you can kind of get a gauge on like how his personality is like he's just this fun carefree charming you know like guy so every like when he comments now it's still like, it still makes my stomach drop a little bit. Cause I'm like, Hey, but now it's just like a, it's just Charlie being Charlie. Mm-hmm. And I don't think that he thinks about the things that he types before he sends them. <laughs> but I don't definitely the whole... listen to you laugh all day. Like, what is that? Like, and it makes me mad. It makes me mad because I already have trust issues with men anyway. So I saw that the first time and I was like, Cash like excuse, me. excuse me. Like, hey, but then I thought about it and I'm like, coming from Charlie, this is probably like, a, I can listen to you laugh. Ha, ha, ha. But it's still like, it's like, Charlie, you're wording things this way. And now people think that you want to date me. And I know you don't because we don't know each other. Yeah. You know, he doesn't think about these things because he leaves his comments and then he goes away. And then I'm the one that gets left with, oh my God, date Charlie. 
What? It's the way it's that just... people see those things and just kind of run with it, you know? Like, he left right. one comment. Y'all need to, y'all need to. Y'all need to. Cool your jets. Cool your and jets. And I mean, I Roll. get it because I yeah. get it because I did see that comment and I was like, oh, what is, oh, oh, okay. Then I thought about it and I was like, shut up. Just shut up, Charlie. Shut up. Go it's, away. It's him being a 22-year-old boy. That's what it is. Yeah. That's what and it is. Also, anyway, so. <laughs> and that's the thing like everyone knows he's like really really flirty like he he can't help I don't want to say he can't help it but that's just how he is you know mm-hmm. he's a flirty charming guy which is like cool but this is not mm, mm. it stresses yeah. me out it stresses I think that, me out like, like my takeaway from all of it is that like I just wish that people could you know see like what we refer to as simping you know or you know like being a fangirl things like that like I just wish that like especially women like we can be seen as just genuine admirers of other people or like you know in particular men and not be you know painted in a negative light as like oh she's such a simp oh she's so like she's obsessed she's crazy or whatever as like a crazy fangirl you know because that's again the misogyny talking because it's saying that women are like like obsessed with like you know every white boy that comes along or whatever you know um so I just knew white boy of the month yeah exactly exactly and I, I just really wish that like fan culture can you know like just remember and like focus on the fact that like for us it's just about like genuine admiration it's about Mm -hmm. respecting their art respecting like the work that they have done you know um and just like you know thanking them for the inspiration that they've given us Mm -hmm. and things like that and not just oh they're simps you know yeah um and I know that that's something that you have also touched upon as well is that like you know like like as your, you know, TikTok kind of became viral and was like blowing up, mm-hmm. like so many people started seeing you like within this tiny box of like just a Charlie Simp. And I know that, I mean, you are so incredibly wonderful, so incredibly talented. You have so many amazing things ahead of you. Like we're such massive fans of like, of what, of all the things that you will do in your future. But like, um, but you know, it's, it's just, it's again, the misogyny talking of that, like mm-hmm. people like see this small little window of like what you choose to post online and like yeah. choose to only see you in that way. So I don't know if you wanted to like touch a, a little bit upon like sort of that, like yeah. I know the, the other day you called it, I think an identity crisis on your, <laughs> on your TikTok live. <laughs> yes, cause I've been, and that's what I was talking about on my live. Cause I'm like, I enjoy being authentic and being myself I remember like my friends were telling me they're like so many people interact with you because you always end up saying the things that no one wants to say or wants to post and you just do it so carefree like you're funny with it and I'm like oh my god y'all think I'm funny but like (laughs) it's they're like the way you just talk and invest in things like captures people and I never really thought because I'm like I'm just okay like even with the the car video, like the one that went viral mm-hmm. of me in the car, like doing Luke's guitar solo. That was that was supposed to go on Snapchat, like me just goofing off. And it was supposed to go in like a montage of me just being in my car singing the show. But something told me, like I was on my way to class. I'm like, I'm just gonna post this on TikTok like right now. Like might as well, I think it's funny. I'm in class, my phone's blowing up. I was like, I wasn't even paying attention to anything, but it's, 
it's weird because like that's things I do every single day like not even with Julian the Phantoms like driver's license I, we're not even talking about driver's license but the way y'all should see me in my car listening to that but <laughs> it's like I just value being authentic and transparent in myself but that's kind of it's been hard to navigate like being yourself and then being a simp because so many people only see me as the girl that fangirls over Charlie or the girl that Charlie has left a lot of comments like on all like on my videos and stuff so it's like I know that most of my following gravitated because Charlie spammed me like I didn't realize until my friends told me a couple days ago actually they're like Cash you gotta understand that this show came out in September you came on TikTok in October Charlie did not spam people the way that he spammed you that night and I was like I didn't know that I thought this was a regular thing they're like no like he spammed you a lot he literally commented like seven times liked a bunch of videos and I was so excited that I posted about it because who else am I gonna like talk about this stuff with but TikTok and people that get it you know and then my friend was also telling me they're like it's not even the fact that he spammed you he kept coming back like even when he would comment on your other videos, that one video of me literally like hyperventilating over him playing guitar <laughs> ew I'm so embarrassed it's on private it's on private now because I can't look at it but like I'll be honest like, the reason I the reason I followed you was I, I can't even I think it was like you talking about his accent I think that's that's the video that yeah. I that I followed you from and I remember you were getting backlash because like everyone has accents blah, blah. and I was like yo Canadians have accents it's fine I am Canadian some, I girl, say it. some girl that's so offended she's like I'm Canadian I have American friends and they told me that I don't have an accent I'm like so yeah. you're saying the accents aren't real everyone has accents I have an accent I'm like I have an accent and I'm from Michigan I'm like everyone has accents even in the show I don't know what accent Charlie is doing because he's not he's, he's, he's not like, like he's all, pocket, all over the place out of pocket out of pocket you know so I was just like I don't but yeah like it was things like I was getting backlash for talking about accents I'm like okay which cool. was super but like like I like that because you were just like I thought about it and I'm like no one's gonna care if I post this I didn't post it like like in the in the this band is back scene when he goes it's about the music and he like says it about in a very Canadian way and I'm like ah yeah hello Canada but like but you, you posted about him it. like that though mm-hmm. yes yeah but that's been trying to navigate through that because I just didn't know that I don't like being the poster child for heart attacks, but that's what it was when Charlie just kept, cause he would come comment and then like the, the, the guitar one of me like, oh, oh my God, like I can't breathe. <laughs> he watched it, left the comment. So I'm cool. Like the next day, you know, going about my life, minding my business, he comes back, leaves another comment. Oh, I came back to watch this cause you're so funny. You just could have watched it. You didn't need to leave a comment, you know? <laughs> So that's like, apparently that's what like roped a lot of people in, I feel like. And that's why I'm like, I kind of doubt myself. And that's why I was like talking to my friends about this in the first place. Cause I'm like, people see me as a simp. Like the reason that my following even like, I feel like blew up is because of Charlie. 
and that's why I'm mad at him right now, but it's fine. Um, but they're like, just how it is in other, like in fandoms, like it's, it's weird, but like even in other fandoms, like if a person, if the celebrity interacts with them, if you look at their page, they most likely have a big following and it's weird. I've never understood it because if I followed every single person that Charlie left a comment or a like on, it'd be a, it'd be a mess. Yeah. That's why I'm like, I, I don't get why. I would just like to say that like, sure. The reason like Charlie commenting on your videos, like might mm. be the reason that you came on my for you page, mm. but you're, I said this early. I said this to you before. Like, it's time to hash, to ha- ca- hype cash up, but <laughs> like, you are so, <laughs> I can't, my English is failing me. <laughs> um, let's all, hype cash up because the reason that we follow you and the reason that we're such admirers of you is just you have this natural charisma and you um and you are so again like your desire to be authentic it really shows and it resonates in so many of us Mm -hmm. and like you're and you funny as hell girl you funny as hell I'm just obnoxious I'm obnoxious and you're you're really you're literally I think so many people will like relate to this but you're like the friend that everybody wants like again this this is me hyping you up because like I just want to show you love and admiration I want you to know and I want you to know that like in in the eyes of the people that matter and the people that are here for you like you are so much more than a simp you are such an incredibly like talented and wonderful and kind and, and amazing human being um but I do, do like, know that don't you, make me cry <laughs> um, please um, in terms of that <laughs> all that like identity crisis as mm. we said um that you were talking about I know that I mean you're a film film major and you want to go into the entertainment industry yeah. um can you talk about sort of like that sort of like dichotomy that you've been feeling in terms of like, ah, like I am like known for being like a really mm-hmm. avid fan, but I also, I want to be a, a, a professional in the industry one day and yeah. what that's been like navigating for you, especially as, as a student now and yeah, you know, one day budding professional. Yeah. And that's what like, I was, yeah, my identity crisis that I was, I called it <laughs> um, because TikTok started as like, my safe space like I know it's a public platform and you can see like every like you can see it's public so it's technically not a safe space but for me it was it was my safe space to go where people could understand what I was saying without thinking I was like psychotic or like super like obsessed or anything so I'm trying to find the the in between like the middle of still being my authentic fangirl self while still being professional And that has been so hard for me because I can go to work and be professional. Like you see me as a professional, but if you see my content, not even just on TikTok, but on Instagram, on Twitter, that's where I like to, you know, like be a little more loose and be more myself because it's social media and these are my things. Like these are things I want to talk about, you know, but mixing both of them it like trying to be a professional on social media has always been hard for me because I'm like, I want my social media to be me. I don't want it to be professional because if you meet me, you get the professional kind of side, like you don't get the simp. Um, I, don't, I need a new word. I need a new word. Um, <laughs> yeah. But um, 
it's been hard and I didn't really like think about this until Hillary she works at Netflix um and she made a post like oh send me like your JATP TikToks like your favorite JATP TikToks and people tagging her in mine and I didn't even know at the time until like I saw the post so I DM'd her a couple and I was like hey like these are my favorite Julian Phantoms TikToks thank you so much for doing this blah 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 and she's like oh yeah like Thanks so much. People are sending me your TikToks, actually. And instantly, I went cold. I said, which TikToks are they sending? <laughs> because if they're sending the ones of me in my car, cool. But if they're sending the ones of me literally hyperventilating over Charlie playing the guitar, that's a little uncomfortable. So... I was really nervous about that. And that's a big reason why I went and like privatized a lot of videos. Cause like, not even just because of that, but I'm like, okay, like now that this is, there are people looking at my content, even without me knowing, I'm just gonna private it a lot. Not even just because like, I think they're bad or like they're inappropriate, but because they make me uncomfortable, like knowing that someone from Netflix is watching this, like, so that's been hard because I'm like I want to I want to be myself on my social media that's how everything kind of happened for me but there are people at Netflix that have been watching it and I'm like I want to work at Netflix you know mm -hmm. Mm -hmm. and even going like with the with the cast like mm -hmm. we all know Charlie likes seeing this stuff because he's a narcissist but <laughs> He loves what he loves about himself. He said it. He enjoys lurking. Ooh. But <laughs> I think about other members of the cast seeing this, and I'm like, no, this is so uncomfortable because I actually want to meet them one day. Mm -hmm. But when I meet, like, when I meet the cast, I want to meet them as cashmere and not as, oh, you're that girl that simps over Charlie. You know, like, cause, like, yes, I simp, but so does everyone else. Like, y'all, they be simping over Charlie too. That's why I'm like, y'all know this man is so cute and so dreamy. So you know, I'm just like, I just don't know him personally, so I haven't really gotten over it as fast because I haven't. He hasn't really annoyed me, so. <laughs> it's fine. So yeah, I'm just trying to like figure out a way to, and it's been like I've been doing better with like just trying to navigate like what I want to do next kind of thing so like it's just a thought I'm having right now but like possibly starting a podcast or possibly like yes. redoing my YouTube and trying to make yes. videos again it just yeah it just gets hard because your girl is a grad student and mm -hmm. you know yeah. so I'm trying to think of something where it's like it's not going to take up too much of my time because mm -hmm. TikTok is easy like I can I'm in bed most of the time I make my TikToks like mm -hmm. just talking and it's fine I get out you know I still get fulfillment from that but like actually filming and like recording things and doing like, it's just so, it's so much time and it's so much effort and you really, really have to be passionate about it. Like mm -hmm. I've had a YouTube channel for like three years and I'm so inconsistent with it because I get like really, really passionate where I'm uploading like every single week and then it dies down. And I don't want that to happen with what I decide to do next because like I am 22 your girl is about to like look for a job soon in the film industry so I want to show them that I'm like hi mm -hmm. like yeah on TikTok uh you know I do make videos about a kid's show but also I can do my job just as like 
I can be passionate about a professional job, you know? So still trying to figure it out, but it's not, yeah. as, I'm not having an identity crisis anymore. I guess. Like it, <laughs> I feel a lot, I feel I'm a lot good. better That's about good. it. I feel I'm a glad. Lot I mean, and you sort of touched upon already what I was hoping to ask you next about like what we can expect from you in the future. And I'd like, just want to put it out there that like one day I hope to be looking back on this episode of Girl Stuff and be like, Cash said she was going to do all those things and she did she them. Did yes, it. ma'am. <laughs> we are so incredibly excited and happy to be here to support you in all that you do and like whether it be podcasts whether it be youtube whether it be like like more content on tiktok like we just know that you have you, you just have so much ahead of you and we're so excited to see like any anything that you do i that's you're like the type of person who i will have on in the background like just anytime any day like while i'm working well, while i'm I eating mean, like i just i I was gonna say, like, we're, we're usually on a call together and you go live, and we all just meet yeah. ourselves and we're like, oh, watching you. Yeah. On the live. And we're, we're all working. We're like, Cash oh, guess we, we have to meet yeah. ourselves. Cash is we're all watching Cash's live at the same time. <laughs> Can you Literally. tell them we love you or like. <laughs> so annoying. Stop. No, 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 no. No, ma'am. We will not. We will not. We are like number one supporters. We are there through it all. Honestly, I'm not kidding. Automatic mute. Literally, like, like, I look up, I'm like, I'm working and I have you on and I look inside. Everyone's just muted looking at their phones or doing something. And I know, (laughs) but we can see each other in your lives. So we look at each other and giggle. It's because, like, we see each other. My favorite thing is when is when we have conversations with each other in your in comments phone. of your live while we're on Google Meet with each other. It's so funny. It's so that's, what the, that's what happens. Like most of the time I'll be on like FaceTime with like Alondra and Ivy and Carol. They'll be in the comments too. I'm like, I'm right, I'm right here. I'm right here. Um, oh, well, that's actually an also a really wonderful segue into what I wanted to touch on next too, which is the community that we have all found through being a fan which like again goes to you know the more positive uh, side of fandom culture is that you find people that you bond with and connect with and I mean the five of us who started girl stuff together we met through Julian the Phantoms and you know we literally get separation anxiety when we spend like more than a day without seeing each other and I know that you kind of had a similar experience in which Mm -hmm. you found a sort of tribe of people that you consider like your best friends now so I was wondering if you wanted to just like talk about like what that has been like for you especially because this all happened during a pandemic so um so yeah, I would love to hear you. Like, yeah, it's it ha- it's so weird because I not that I didn't want any friends. France, wow. <laughs> okay, we're from the Midwest. Leave us alone. Leave us alone. The Midwest. I don't even know what word I was trying to combine that with. Anyway, it was amazing. <laughs> Not that I didn't want any friends from this, but I just didn't expect to have any because I posted my my videos. I just made my TikToks and then I left and then like went about life. But then I would get so many messages like, hey, can we add you to this group chat? Or can you like, you want to FaceTime or do you want to Zoom? And I'm like, 
Oh, wow. <laughs> anxiety. Like, yeah. I don't, and it's so, because it's online. So it's mm-hmm. like knowing like actual people makes it like a little easier. Where it's like, okay, let, let's Zoom, let's talk to each other. But I haven't been in like a fandom since Justin Bieber, like <laughs> hardcore to like have fan pages about it. So I was like 16 when I gave like all that stuff up. So being 22, I remember calling my mom. I'm like, mom, um, is 22 years old, like too old to be in a fandom? Like, is this okay? Like, um, cause I'm like, pick me up. I'm scared. <laughs> you know, I'm like, cause I'm like, I'm like, I'm having a great time, but now people actually want to be my friend and we can like to talk about this show. And I just don't know if I like, is this appropriate? So, and she's like, well, is this making you happy? Like just talking to people make you happy? I'm like, yeah, we're in a pandemic. I'm not talking to anyone but my counselor right now. But, (laughs) you know, so she's like, just do it. Like, do it. I'm like, okay, got mom's blessing. So I remember, and Ivy will not let me live this down because she sent me a message and she's like, hey, can we add you to this uh, Julie and the Phantoms group chat on Snapchat? I personally hate group chats because I'm never active in them. I, I don't like, it's a weird pet peeve, but like instant beeping and buzzing drives me insane. You know, when you get in your car and like, there are some cars where if you don't wear your seatbelt, it just beeps the whole time. Some people can forget about it. Like they just, I can't, I hear it yeah. and it drives me insane. And I think that's why I hate group chats. And most of the time when I'm in group chats, it's on do not disturb not because I don't want to like see what they're saying you know not because I don't want to like see what you're saying it's just the beeping and buzzing like back especially my god if the people in the group chat if you don't know all of them personally that's like where I'm like I'm just like I don't do not disturb (laughs) yeah because it's like now with my friends if the group chat is like going off I'm like okay someone said something funny let me go read them something happened there's tea great but like starting out in that I was like what are we talking about I don't know any of you (laughs) so you know and so Ivy reached out to me like do you want to be in the snapchat group chat with us and apparently I left her on red apparently I left her on red but in my defense that was like the third time someone asked me to be in a group chat that day so it wasn't until I'm sorry Ivy it wasn't until another person that actually lives in Michigan um I noticed her like commenting on a lot of my stuff she's like yeah I go to this school which is like an hour away from me she's like and I'm in this group chat like do you want to join it and I was like okay like might as well like just try She's from Michigan, so it's like mm-hmm. at least someone from my hometown, you know. I joined the group chat and Ivy's in there, and I felt so bad because I'm like, <laughs> I just left this girl on red, and she just asked me to be a part of the same group chat, but it's fine. I ended up latching on to Ivy really, really like fast, and mm-hmm. Ivy is like the heart of the friend group because like she. I know all of my friends that I have now because of Ivy. Like I'm at Alondra through Ivy. I'm at Carol through Ivy. And it's just like, I was just like, so like, let's, (laughs) yeah. She's just like, let's like be friends and let's talk and let's FaceTime. Whereas I'm like, oh, we're going to test this out to see if like, I can talk to you. And like the conversation can work before I just like hop on a FaceTime with you. Because fun fact, I hate FaceTiming. 
I hate FaceTiming. I don't like I used it. To it's as well. so weird. But now when I tell you I'm literally on FaceTime with these group of girls every single day, all day long, and I'm never bored, even when it's like, Sometimes usually it's like just my, all, all of us on mute and we're just like, doing our own things, but we're still so yesterday. comfortable with each other. Like literally when we open our eyes to when we go to mm-hmm. bed, like it's, it's it, because I also yes. like never, fa- like my FaceTime, like if you go through my history, like before, like mm-hmm. I met these girls, I never, never. used it ever. Like I was never. like, text me or don't contact me kind of person. Yes. <laughs> Cause my friend would call me all the time. Like my, my, my real friend, um, that I know she FaceTimes a lot, but she FaceTimes to say stuff like, oh, do you like this jacket? Like, do you think this jacket is cute? And I'm like, honey, you can send me a picture. Like, send me a picture, text me. But it's like, I'm so used to her doing it. And she knows now she's like, I get it. Like, if you don't answer, I'm just going to text you. So we have a good understanding and I love her to death, but it's weird. Cause I remember I was talking to her and I felt so bad because she knows I hate FaceTiming, but she's like, so do you just like FaceTime, like your JTB friends, like all day, every day, like even when you're not doing anything, I'm like, yeah. And she's like, oh, cool. And I felt so bad because she knows that like when I'm on the phone with her, we, we can stay and we can talk for a minute, but then I'm like, all right, bye. And I feel, I felt so bad. And that's where I'm like, trying to like, it's weird. It's yeah, weird. It, it is weird. It's, it's different. So weird. I but think I it's also a, like really love it. I think it's a comfort of like knowing you won't be judged for what you're going to say or what you're going to yeah. do. Like, like if Ella whips out the guitar, we're like, cool, Ella's going back into music. We're going <laughs> to leave her for 15 minutes or like, you know, Mal yeah. goes halfway through and like covers up and we're like, cool, she's, she's mm-hmm. taking a quick nap or, you know, like it's, you could do whatever you want and there's no like judgment or like question yeah. about like, what is she doing, you know? Um, right. And then that's the- what's um yeah with oh my god I remember because the same friend she had like her Christmas gathering or whatever and of course that day Owen and Charlie decided to go live I was at Target when that happened I was like what the heck (laughs) and I had like I just drove to Indy like three hours Indiana I was so excited to like be around like actual people and like and mingle and like just talk be around people you know Owen and Charlie went live I dropped everything and I said this is a problem like I remember because Owen went live for a couple seconds well not a couple seconds he was on for I'm proud of him he was on for more than like 15 (laughs) seconds cool but I remember like I'm upstairs and then I get the notification that Charlie went live and that was the 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 rave live so my fave yeah I my favorite right I literally went downstairs like there are people upstairs like everyone's having a good time I went downstairs to the basement so I could hear Charlie to watch this live and I remember my friend telling me cash be present like you can watch the live another day and I'm like I know but like I'm at a rave right now like and it's that kind of thing so it's like trying to like even navigate between like real social circles and and these this cast that I've never met it's because I dropped everything I'm literally like at a party a little tipsy I said oh Charlie's live I'm just gonna go close myself off in this basement to be there for him did, did you at least party with him like did you did you dance a little bit 
it no. was so funny because <laughs> Ivy is so messy. Ivy was so messy because like I was in the, in Charlie's live and he was like raving and I'm like this is perfect because I'm drunk. So I was watching it and I was like texting my friends at the same time. So Ivy kept commenting like guess cash she saw that I kept seeing like, that I, I remember like, seeing those comments I remember them and they always do that like whenever Charlie it's just like a haha sarcasm kind of thing like guess guessed her but this time just because I was not there mentally they were like I was down for it I sent in a request and everything and usually I went <laughs> she was but like, I was like might as well I'm like I want to rave with Charlie so that happened but it's just like a weird Thing. it feels like we're all in like a, a sorority house even though we've never met each other at all like one day it's it's so weird I, like I just got some vibes yeah one day like this week I remember like I had just gotten up I was brushing my teeth um Liv was driving to work or something Alondra just got up she was making breakfast or doing something Ivy was doing like we were all just doing like our own like getting ready for the day Carol had just gotten out of the shower like her hair is like uh, and I looked at all of us and I'm like, this feels like a little sorority house. Like, <laughs> we're all getting ready. Like, it's so, so weird. Sometimes Taylor leaves us on Google Meet and is like, I'm going to go get food. Can you watch my house? And we're like, watch your house. <laughs> your house burned down that It's literally <laughs> just her empty room. And she's just like, and she's so back and she's like, hey, yeah. I'm like, y'all, guys, I got to go get food. I'll be right back. I'm running to the store. Like, I'll yeah. see ya. Watch and my and house. Like, and like you said, I mean, I like had like a very similar experience and I, sw- I swear to God, Cash, we're like the same human being sometimes. I'm like, what the fuck? <laughs> so, but like, I also like, I struggled with social anxiety like a lot yeah. growing up and like into adulthood where like making close, like deep friendships was mm-hmm. something that I struggled with a lot. And like, yeah. and the fact that it happened so quickly and yeah. so intensely in such a small amount of time and like the way that like these girls have like allowed me to like, uh, you know, sort of like, like, like push beyond like my like comfort zone and to like, you know, form quick. these beautiful friendships. And that's what's so like insane about it because I've struggled like in my friend, like on my birthday, I it felt like I lost everyone, like all of my per- personal friends just because like we had a big like conflict kind of thing. And so like, I've been here in school and I'm the only one in grad school. So it's like trying to make friends during a pandemic has been like impossible, it feels like. So then like to meet these group of girls who I've never like actually met a day in my life and they've been there so much for me, like just support wise, like if anything negative happens, like they're the first to say something. Like I remember something was happening on Twitter um, where people were like, not a fan of me my friend Liv made an entire Twitter account like just to like reply to that person and be like hey cut it out like you don't know her she's my friend I know her like relax you know and it's so weird because I'm like I've known these girls for like three months and it feels like it's been years and we haven't actually been in person and I'm such like a vibe like energy kind of person so I'm like I need to feel people's energy to make sure that I can be around them so getting that through zoom or facetime has been so fulfilling because I'm an extrovert and I'm really big into physical touch 
That's why I'm like all about like energy. Like we don't, physical touch in the sense for me doesn't even mean like, oh, you have to be touching me. Like just be in my space. And Physically my being and there, like, yeah. It's, it's the energy that I yes. feel, you know? Like I, you're, you don't have to touch me, but I feel your energy. Mm-hmm. Oh, I love, I love love languages. But <laughs> so it's like having that through this, something I didn't think was even possible has been so, oh God, that's blowing me up right now. As we, yeah, it's a, <laughs> it's a separation anxiety. So the fact that I know that I'm going to call these girls every single day for a while and we're all kind of worried because they were like, oh, we go back to school soon. How is this going to work? And I'm like, send me yeah. your schedules. Like, I need to know, like, what, what, when you have breaks. That's literally me. I go back to work in the office, like, starting next week because I've been working from home and I'm like, I'm not going to be able to, like, be on FaceTime 24-7 mm-hmm. with you now. Like, what am I yeah. going to do? It's so but, weird. But it's but, also yeah. really, like, beautiful thing that, like, you know, after everything that all of us have went through, like with this pandemic, like being able, knowing that like at the other end of it, we have like, you know, we're going to be able to meet all these people in person, yes. like being able to like have all these, like, like Hannah and I are literally planning on moving in together eventually, you know? So like, um, like it's, it's anyone can come live. Cash, you can come too. It's, if, you're, if you get that job at Netflix. <laughs> yes. We got you. Yes. yes. Come to Vancouver with us. It's um, so great. But, it's, it's yeah. giving me like more of I want to travel now just because yeah. we all live in like different places like Alondra lives in California so she lives in a cool place we're all like Midwest cool. so we're all like we're gonna visit Midwest? Alondra we're gonna go visit Alondra and she's gonna take us to see some leopard sharks even though I'm terrified of sharks but she loves them so it's like it's giving me something to look forward to yeah. and I haven't looked forward to anything just because I graduated during a pandemic and to me that was like I was Mm, I was done after that I'm like I'm not looking forward to anything I graduated on zoom I'm okay I didn't I didn't <laughs> even get a zoom graduation they were like we'll have it in August and then they just and it. then they didn't that's when I was like you know what like I'm done they kept like trying to postpone it I'm like yeah. it's fine I got no, my expensive I, piece of I got my expensive piece, piece of paper, of paper. <laughs> it's fine <laughs> I'm okay the experience is ruined but I yeah. mean just thinking uh just to kind of start wrapping things up because we've uh been talking for a while now um time has flown by um but just uh in terms of things to continue to look forward to I mean it has it is um Saturday January 9th um the show has been out for almost four months tomorrow I think yet we still have not gotten a season two uh, <laughs> and I mean nobody no, at one point I was convinced that Cash worked for Netflix because of the way that she was marketing for Julie the Bit. <laughs> Cash, is there something you're not telling us? I wish. That's the thing, too. I'm like, this show has made me want to change, like, everything. I'm like, I think I want to go into marketing now because I'm doing someone else's job for free, you know? <laughs> I think that you can be, you can be Netflix's marketing person. You should be Charlie and Owen's PR person because you got <laughs> Um, but just in terms of hopefully what we can look forward to in terms of like once like when we when not if when we get a season two like any like hopes or expectations or theories or anything like that that you want to share with the class (laughs) um or a storyline you want to see develop or anything yeah I'm excited for Sasha to completely carry this next season. I don't want to say carry because Maddie, Maddie's going to carry it. But yeah. Sasha, mm-hmm. this kid amazes me so much. And like, 
secondary characters in general, like Carrie, I'm really excited to see what they do with her. Like just more with like the, the supporting characters, even more with Flynn and like Reggie and Alex's background. Like I want like the, we got Luke, we got Julie, which was needed for this first season. But now that we know them, let's talk more about like other people's backgrounds. Mm -hmm. Um, I'm excited for Sasha to portray being Caleb. I am so excited just because this kid is so talented in his style in real life. Like the way they're going to dress Sasha Soyan. Like I'm so excited. He is such a king. He's so talented. I can like hear them giving like Sasha like this like villain like song. And I hear like, Oh my God. I'm oh, so he totally excited. Kill it. Kill it. He's going to kill it. I'm so excited to just see him shine just because like, yeah, I'm a shipper of Duke and it's like, I know I shouldn't because Luke isn't real. Like, blah, blah, blah. Like I should like Nick and I didn't have a problem with Nick. I was just all about, you know, team Charlie, Duke, you know? Yeah, Charlie. Guys, all I want, all yeah. I want to see in season two is like a guitar riff off between, between the two. And me. Do you know how amazing, dude? I don't think imagine, any of us would be alive. Imagine how iconic that will be because on paper it'll already be like pretty, okay. like a great idea. But knowing, like, because Sasha's talented, and then knowing that Charlie's the one that even wanted to do the like guitar, like all of my favorite parts that like Luke did in the show, like finding out that Charlie's the one that like suggested Mm -hmm. those, like even the guitar riff, iconic. So trying to like seeing those two like come together and like bounce ideas off of each other, it's going to be so iconic. Oh, it's gonna be like nothing to lose on steroids, honestly. Cause those nothing to- Literally. So like Sasha playing, Ah, I'm ready. I'm ready. We only got the one scene of playing, and it's only in the first episode, and it's just—it's not fair. Yeah, yeah. Sasha is a king. I I love and appreciate him as a big sister. Um, yes, let's make that clear. I just, yes, I just Boy. love how passionate he is. Like, mm-hmm. if you see like his his posts on Instagram, like whenever he's playing guitar, he just loses himself, and I love seeing artists just like let oh my god he's so, let me stop fangirling over Sasha like, <laughs> I'm so proud of him I'm yeah. so proud I mean along king. those lines I think that like all of us like as a fan base like just because of how attached we've become in the past several months like with them like we are just so excited to see just because we know that this is only the beginning and they're gonna do so much more like it, like like hey there's a reason that High School Musical 2 and High School Musical 3 are better than the first one. <laughs> it gets better as you go. Yep. So hopefully we get a season two. Just like... called them out. Yeah. We just keep oh, calling Kenny out for High School Musical. I'm so sorry, Kenny. I'm so sorry, I'm so sorry, sorry Kenny. Kenny, you're my <laughs> idol. I literally. It's fine. It's <laughs> this fine. Is like the second episode we've been doing this, guys. We need to check ourselves. We need to check It's fine. It's all love. It's all love. But yeah, yeah, I don't know. Season two, I just really want Netflix to stop playing with my emotions. Because um, I get it. It's all about like budget and numbers. Like I've been yeah. learning so much about how Netflix like works with renewing shows. And apparently it's like budget to like viewer ratio or something. Mm-hmm. So like they're, we all know their budget is probably like up there because of like all the special effects. But I'm just like, okay, like, well, 
maybe in season two, we don't need to see Luke's head going through a cabinet door. Like, if that'll <laughs> cut down the budget some so we can get a season two, you know? We like, know Julie can touch them now. You know, Julie can touch them now. So maybe we don't need all the special effects with them, like, trying to <laughs> touch it. We don't need that. If that means that that will cut down the budget so we can get a season two, cut out all the special effects. I don't care anymore. Like, just give me something, please. Yeah. And that's how I said this, but like somebody asked someone like, what do you want to see in season two? And they were like, I don't care what you show me in season two, just give me a season two. And that's (laughs) what I'm saying. I'm like, because you like for Julie and the Phantoms, like, you know, like they get, they're, they're more people are watching it. So it's like, Mm -hmm. I don't doubt that they, they don't have good numbers, but I was reading this thing on, I've been learning so much about Netflix. It's actually really exciting, (laughs) but like, usually when a show like airs like they give it like the first month or so and like they see how the viewer number is and if it's like that's how shows get renewed so fast like if so fast ooh, if they're um if they have a smaller budget they're easier to get renewed for a season two julian the phantom's budget is probably not small because of all that stuff so they probably didn't get the numbers they needed the first month or two that the show was out because people were just now getting into it but what makes me mad and I'm so certain of this I'm like it sucks because the because I was even a month late to watching Julian the Phantom so I, I you know I missed out you know but I'm like if season two came out no doubt they would have the numbers that they needed for even a season three for sure. they, they, they get enough to like confirm a fourth season to be honest yeah. like literally so I'm like I get it because like it's all about money and numbers and like you didn't get x amount probably within like a certain time frame but I'm like I literally plan on taking a flight to California and renting an Airbnb with my Julie and the Phantoms fans friends not fans Jesus just to watch season two if we get one I plan to travel to watch season two with people like it's insane so I'm like Netflix I get it but also like we won't let you down with season two the numbers yeah. will be there we will, the numbers will be there, there. The money will, like the, the amount of money, money that I will drop, the amount of money that I will drop on a concert ticket for this show, like it will be there. I promise. Let's not talk about my price range for that. <laughs> it's not it's, even my it's money; bad. it's my mom's money. the amount of the amount of money I've already dropped on merch, and it's fine. We don't need to talk about. It. I'm embarrassed. <laughs> fine, it's fine. So yeah, hopefully season two happens. I just need Netflix to like come on. Like we promise we'll show up here for show me. It's funny because like all of their posts that have anything Jew and the Phantoms related, you just see all of us. So when is all the comments coming? So when- Even the ones without that yeah. literally zero mention like, of Julie the Phantom, mm-hmm. the comments are just fans of people asking for Julie the Phantom. Literally. <laughs> so it's like you see the fan support. So I don't know, I don't know what's taking them so mm-hmm. long. I don't get it. I'm like, I get we're in a pandemic. And shooting musicals is kind of like really, really hard mm-hmm. because of like all the people and stuff. But I'm, I'm like, even if we get season two and we don't get it until like 2023, like, yeah, that's we just need fine. to know there's hope. We need the hope. Yeah, the season two announcement. You know, like it's. I just I need to know. Am I getting it or not? So like I can figure out the rest of my life kind of well yeah. You know? <laughs> if, if we yeah. don't get it we'll just create it you know you're you're a film you're yes. a film student I like mm-hmm. I was a graphic designer like 
Ivy does she's she does concerts or something. Question mm-hmm. mark. Sorry, Ivy. Yeah. But yeah, she wants to everything. She wants to shoot concerts. Yeah, there yeah. we go. So, so she could she could do like the music the music side of things, you know. We could create a season two. We don't yeah. we don't need that like And apparently <laughs> since I'm besties with Charlie, um I can like <laughs> Give them a call and be like, "Hey, Luke, the man hey, you, know? you wanna you wanna hop up to the Midwest for a hot second? You know, you wanna you wanna season two? Imagine that I'm gonna be like, you wanna show up for season two? He's like, oh, what? He's like two. He's like, who He's are like, who you? <laughs> yeah, it's funny. It's gotta be great. Oh, um, yeah. Well, is there anything that you would like to say just to wrap things up? Anything you'd like to say to anyone watching? Um, just a little message for us. Uh, um, respect the cast. Um, yes, ma'am. Pray for, pray for season two. Um, yes, respect ma'am. content creators like everyone. Yes. Respect their boundaries. Um, and just love each other. We're in a, a really, really good community of people and it's been great it saved so many people it saved me it's it's insane to even think about i i i don't know um and support girl stuff podcast because y'all are great and i really really appreciate being the first guest i know i talk a lot so i don't even know why i'm sorry to whoever has to edit this you're good (laughs) i could listen to i could listen to you and talk all day i'm a pool of charlie i could listen to you talk all day No, no, no. That's so funny because next time, next time you post something, I hope you laugh so I can like comment that. I can listen to you laugh all day. I'm about to start spamming Charlie. I'm about to do it. Please Just for do it. Please, you too. Please. Please. We'll, we'll hype you up. We'll hype you up. Don't worry. I got you. He's got a block. We'll be there me. with you. <laughs> Um, but yeah well, just thank, thank you all so much thank you thank you again thank you for being our yeah, first thank guest. you it's been Gosh. so much fun it's You're been special. the most amazing time You're just special. um hopefully i mean and you know like like we've said many times we are so excited to support you and all the other things that you do hopefully we'll see your face on girl stuff podcast again in the future um and yeah and thank you to everyone who's watching make sure i'm sure everyone is already following cash but if you're not make sure you do so you can you can have your eyes out on everything that um is coming for you in the future so um thank you everyone for watching and that's girl stuff